Hey, and welcome to the podcast that shall not be named, episode 411, for, uh, what is it, uh, 29, December 2022. So, uh, it's going to be a walking cast, a little bit of wind noise, unavoidable. I just dropped off the uh, company truck for an oil change and fuel filter change, which I uh, was just warned by my friend, uh, who uh, owns this shop that, uh, hey, I just looked up the uh, the labor to change the fuel filter on your truck, and it's listed as an hour. And I thought, really? I thought it was just a canister underneath the truck. He says, that's what I thought, too. Just warning you, I don't think it's going to be done until the end of the day. I said, well, that's fine. Especially since this is where I'm at. I'm in Woodstock, Illinois, my hometown. Chris and I and David are visiting... Her mom, our in-laws, and uh, uh, am I going to cross here? Give me more traffic in this episode than I would see normally. Uh, probably most of my trip through the county back in uh, Copper Harbor. Anyhow, so let's back it up a little bit. Um, we should have been down here Thursday of last week. Then there was this little thing uh, called a blizzard that came up. Now, blizzards are not unheard of in Copper Harbor. Uh, it's actually a fairly common thing during the winter where you get a couple of them. Um, and we got 31 inches of snow, which is also not an uncommon event. Normally happens several times in Copper Harbor a winter. I think we're already at uh, somewhere between 90 and 110 inches of snow for the year. I gotta look up the official figure. Depends on how they measured it and where. But uh, the combination of the snow, oh yeah, and there were 60 to 70 mile an hour winds, which again, are not all that uncommon, but uh, maintain 40 to 50 mile an hour winds with 60 to 70 mile an hour gusts over a period of about 48 hours. That's not real common. It kind of comes and blows for a while, but not normally for days on end with snowing on end. So we were still out and functioning. Mark and I were out working on the network and uh, taking care of things. And, but uh, yeah, vehicles were getting stuck in snowdrifts right in the main streets of Copper Arbor. And they were pulling the plows and all that kind of ugly stuff. <clears throat> Long story shorter. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we decided to be prudent. To wait till at least the 70 mile an hour winds were done before uh, heading on down to Illinois. Now, as you saw the forecast, uh, it was snowmageddon forecast for down here. I don't think that was really the case. It was pretty cold. But uh, most of the heavy duty stuff that they were forecasting down here didn't happen. Most of the heavy-duty stuff stayed up towards us. 
So anyhow, we didn't get down here until, uh, what was it, about 10, 11 o'clock local time, central time, at yeah, Woodstock on Christmas Day. And uh, we've been down here since, taking care of stuff, catching up. We missed the uh, family gathering. That normally happens at uh, one of my in-laws. Sneak by here. Crosswalk, what a concept. I am walking by the historic Woodstock Square right now. It's, uh, oh, I forgot what they called it in the movie. But the, the square where Groundhog Day revolves around in the movie. Heading back towards my in-laws. So yeah, uh, anyhow, squirrel, stay on target. Um, so normally I would have changed the oil and everything in the truck before heading down here. But with the blizzard, they kind of made things a little awkward. So, uh, fortunately, I know a guy. Actually, I know a number of guys since it's my hometown. But, uh, Bob. Bob's used to me showing up on holidays. Hey, Bob. Yeah, what needs to be worked on now, Mike? Because he knows I make the trip down. Takes care of things. Um, this time, as I said, just an oil change. I normally would have had it taken care of before I left uh, the UP because it hit that uh, change oil now indicator just as the storm hit. So I wasn't about to make the what would normally be a two-hour round trip to town from Copper Harbor to uh, get the oil changed. In the blizzard, that would have been a better part of a day round trip. Plus, there's no guarantee they would have even been open when I got down there. So I figured, yeah, truck goes, I don't remember if this one goes to 7,500 or 10,000 miles on an oil change. It's a diesel. So it's not like a car where you change it every 3,500 or 3,000. But uh, <clears throat> I figured a couple heck, hundred extra miles, 435 to be exact, um, it's not going to cause a problem with an oil change. Actually, I'm a little more worried about the uh, fuel filter. It's definitely time for the fuel filter. And that can cause some problems, especially with the quality of diesel fuel lately. The older trucks, like mine and Chris's, don't aren't so picky. Um, especially Chris's truck. Chris's truck is old enough you could pretty much run French fry oil on that thing without any modifications and it would take it. It's a multi-fuel engine. It was made before the low sulfur requirements came through and neither one of our trucks take uh, a DEF, which is another problem. It's getting to be in short supply with all the other supply chain things going on, but we don't have to worry about it. <clears throat> So we both basically have fairly multi-fuel engines and they don't get so uptight uh, there's a little moisture in the fuel. The newer engines, uh, the newer diesels in our ambulances, man, those things will freeze up if you just look at it with a snow cone in your hand. walking down Washington Street to Thrift Street, now I'm on South Street. These are all, all roads that uh, I had paper routes on when I lived here as a kid. I had two paper routes, covering a good part of the town actually between the two of them. One of them was for the Kachi News Agency, 
later I think it's called the Woodstock News Agency. And then the other route I had was with the Woodstock Daily Sentinel. Daily Sentinel was a little easier. It was just for the, the local newspaper. That covered a route, uh, pretty lengthy route, but a route uh, around uh, the Catholic Church in our town over several blocks and, of course, on the other side of town from where I live. And the route that I'm on now is a really long one. Went from our Emerson Park all the way to the city square, streets around it. And as I said, that was for the Woodstock News Agency, and the Woodstock News Agency covered the Chicago Tribune, Chicago Daily News, Chicago Sun-Times, Chicago Today, the Courier Sentinel from, I think it was Elgin, yeah, Elgin Courier Sentinel, and I think there was one more. I know there were at least five papers that delivered on that route. <clears throat> that one I kind of had to be on my A-game for as a kid, because not only did I have to remember which houses I was delivering to that were paid up, but what papers they got. They might get one of the five, they might get any combination. But uh, did a lot of walking as a kid, which is a good thing. Builds character. Works off all that uh, dime store candy you'd buy as a paper boy at uh, each of the little general stores, family-owned general stores scattered through the town. They were used to us little herds of uh, migrating paper boys through town walking in, getting gum and, and little hard candy and, and something to drink as we were making our rounds. It was fun. Good memories. Good memories. So, um, to scatter all over the map here, Mark is uh, back in Copper Harbor again this time. <clears throat> again, he is uh, looking after the dogs and the cats and the network while we're gone. Yesterday he made the trip up Brockway in uh, a Yamaha Grizzly with tracks on it. Took care of uh, that site. First time he had to address it actually since uh, in a week. And pretty soon, as I said, as the, the days start getting longer, things become self-sufficient again. <clears throat> Just at that weather doldrums right around winter solstice. There's wind, but it's from the wrong direction. The days are short, not enough sun. Just all those things that uh, renewable energy is it's not, not doing its thing. So he took care of that. Actually, he started the day snowboarding. The uh, Mount Bohemia ski hill, 15 miles from Copper Harbor, opened its doors for the season. After, uh, I think they've had 90 some odd inches of snow there. So they got plenty of base to get started with. Mark had a good time until he broke all the bindings, or all the straps off his bright binding on his uh, snowboard, so he's gonna have to address that. Came back, he went up Brockway, came back, fed the, the fuzzies as we call them, the dogs and cats, ran the dogs around a bit. Made a trip out to the north side of Brockway, that one he has to snowshoe up. Took care of that site, came back, and then uh, off to town town, actually down, I think he crossed the bridge, I think he went off the island. 
down to Houghton, where Michigan Tech University is. Visited a friend who's in town for a couple days, then made the trip back last night to uh, get back, let the dogs out again, throw the ball for a bit, and then he called it a night. So, 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 I'm all over the map here, as I said, just walking back from the service station. Not too bad, I think it's maybe a mile, mile and a half walk. Should be about the equivalent of walking from our cabin through the woods to the Brickside Brewery. A trip I've made numerous times. In both directions, of course. <laughs> to the brewery, a couple beers, and then we're walking back. Used to do it with Monty. I talked about that in past podcasts that hopefully I can... Uh, bring back into the fold as soon as I validate all the music on them I, they're all pod safe but I gotta prove it now um, <clears throat> yeah Monty and I used to go to the brewery but there were problems not with Monty but uh, lots of people from out of town would bring their dogs that were not very well behaved and uh, eventually the brewery had to ban all, all dogs unless they were guide dogs kind of a bummer for everybody because it was part of the atmosphere there walk to the brewery or snowshoe to the brewery for the winter I can sit my feet throw them some potato chips from time to time hang out for a while and I never never tried it and now that he's older he's not quite so anxious to get back home but he was always anxious to get back home after we were out and about and I'd always joke that uh, I could bring a roll-up uh, toboggan with me, just lay down, hold on to the leash, and he'd just drive me, drag me home. <clears throat> These days, as I said, he's, uh, he's approaching five. He's more content to just kind of amble around. He's, he, I mean, he's he's in good shape. He's not fat or anything. He keeps it, especially with uh, his little buddy Rosa, the Australian Shepherd. She keeps him busy. If he's not moving enough when we're out on a walk, she'll actually chase him. Kind of funny, a little Aussie chasing a German Shepherd Rottweiler. But uh, he gets his exercise, and she never stops. So I was talking about Brockway in, like, every episode you've heard recently. And I was talking about the last time that uh, Mark and I drove up. I don't see that happening again this winter. Especially now that the snowmobile trails are open, and the trails, snowmobile trails are the roads on Brockway that we normally drive but after that last trip up Mark and I I guess again I was talking about we had to use the west access road because it was too hazardous to go up east we were coming back along the lakeshore it was uh, 11 12 o'clock at night something like that maybe even a little later and we came around uh, one of the bends on the lake on Michigan 26 and uh, come up an area called Agate Harbor as uh, an animal ran across the road in front of us and uh, Mark and I were both silent for uh, a moment and Mark looked at me and said uh, did you just see what I just saw I said well kind of hesitant to admit it but uh, I don't know you tell me what did you just see he said, I just saw the biggest cougar I've ever seen. I said, yep, that's what I saw too. 
Now, I'd say 99, 98% of the population up there never sees cougars. You know, they don't exactly go out of the way to show you that they're there, but they are. <clears throat> the nice thing about where we live is they have uh, plenty of natural food. So there's just, there is no, there's no conflict between animals like that, predators like that, and humans. Um, they're around. I've seen them on numerous occasions since we've lived there full time. Kind of helps between the network work and the paramedic work I do. I am out all hours of the day and night, all seasons of the year, and just by uh, process of elimination, eventually I generally see them. It's been a it's been a couple years since I've seen the cougar, but I have had numerous sightings over the years. One of these days, though, I'd like to get a dash cam, a decent dash cam. Of course, you know, as soon as I install that, especially if it's a really good one, I'll never see a thing again. There's nothing to share. But just on the off chance that that would have been a good one to catch. It really would have. Uh, this is going to be messy up here. I'm walking along an area of road that's just been repaved, and they just redid the, re redid the sides. And it's uh, quite a bit above freezing today. And everything is wet and soggy. And all the sides of the road are just mud. They haven't uh, replanted and they're not going till till spring. Let's see what I can do here. Oh, I can go around this way. Okay, I can get to the road without crossing mud. Because I'm only about six blocks from my in-laws house now. I'd rather try to keep my boots as clean as possible. Before I go into the house. Did they fix the sidewalk? I will say they were pretty efficient about it. We were here at Thanksgiving and the road was completely torn up and all the sidewalks were torn up. So between Thanksgiving and now, they actually got the roads finished and new sidewalks in place. Pretty cool. Pretty efficient for government workers. It must, be, must, must have been a, a union, uh, union job house somewhere that did this. Because <clears throat> it's just, it's done and it's straight and it's good. So let's see here, what else, what else, what else, besides the fact that I don't have a cough button, sorry. <clears throat> um, oh yeah, uh, I've still been working away with uh, my friend's uh, new podcast, helping her get online. She's planning on starting to record and release episodes in January. So the next step along the way, yeah, she's preparing for podcasting uh, 2.0 using the Podcast Index, the independent feed that is not going to go away. Um, so that it was time to start converting my own feeds. So as of this week, although I still have my feed burner feed for all of my existing podcasts, of course, uh, you can't do anything with them anymore other than at least Google hasn't discontinued them yet. They won't let you change anything. You can't create new ones, <clears throat> but they are maintaining the old ones. And fortunately, in my case, whoops, uh, we just ran out of sidewalk. I'm going to walk back and hit the street here. Uh, fortunately, in my case, I have all my own content on my own servers. So it's not really a big worry for me. Not like what happened to all the, the poor people at Podshow slash Medio when uh, Adam left the company and the new CEO decided that their video was the future and they unceremoniously dumped all of the audio podcasts from Pacho. <clears throat> very little warning. Some very hard feelings there from many people, and I fully understand that. But uh, 
as I said, I have maintained my own copies. I was on Pacho too, but I maintained my own feeds, maintained my own copies of everything. And so, 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 so the new podcast that shall not be named is now listed on the podcast index. So that process went really smoothly. And I did that in preparation for getting my friend's show listed on the index. And that's where she's going to start out right from the get-go. So I'll keep you posted on how that's going. Hopefully the wind noise isn't too terrible. I know it's there. <laughs> I'm just walking. Well, i a couple looks. I'm just walking home from the service station through town in my flannel shirt. This is not coat weather. Not big coat, not medium coat, not even light coat weather. A good flannel. I'm good. Especially walking. It kind of generates some heat doing that too. <clears throat> I have the all-important toucan. The one I put up on the Facebook feed for those who follow me there. Actually, there goes my mother, I think. Um, <clears throat> I'm about to turn on the street where she lives. But yeah, I got this really nice uh, Canadian-made toque on top of it on the Secret Santa in Copper Harbor. And uh, serving two really important purposes here. It's keeping my head warm. If your head's warm, you can pretty much deal with anything else in the weather. And uh, almost as important, and maybe even more important for what I'm doing here, it's holding my earbud in place underneath the brim of the, uh, or the rim of the toque, bringing the microphone to a very close proximity to my mouth, allowing the noise canceling to work somewhat anyhow, I hope. Otherwise, I'm gonna sound like a weather channel weather report. Some reporter out there in the corner going, why am I out here in the middle of a blizzard, hurricane, tornado, you name it. Bad weather, though, sound reporter there. So, I hope things are well by you. I hope I remember to, to hit record on this. Guess I'll find it real quick. And uh, it says I've been blathering for 22 minutes and 33 seconds. I suppose I could have done something a little more uh, in-depth content for an episode. That would be the Podcast 411. Just another day in the life of the Uper in the big city. Down in the land of Lincoln couple states away from home. Could be down here through uh, tomorrow. Not through tomorrow, until tomorrow. I'll catch breakfast probably with my mother-in-law at Three Brothers Restaurant. That used to be the A&W Drive-In in this town. Then we'll be heading up to Wisconsin to see some good friends of ours that we knew when we had the farm there. And making the rest of the trip up to the UP and Copper Harbor and back on the island on New Year's Eve. Hope you're well. Take care. We'll catch you soon.